What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Pink Podcast. This is Mika, your host. This episode is about something that I'm quite excited to make a podcast episode about because I don't talk about it a lot. In fact, this is a whole side of life that I very rarely express. But I've been I've been asked to many, many, many times. So I didn't understand why it's such a big deal. But I guess what the hell, let's see what happens when you make an episode about it. Let's talk about love. So we obviously have a very personal view. We each have very personal views about relationships. Now, some of you listening to this might be in long-term relationships that have been going on for a while. Some of you may be very new to this uh, relationship that you're in. Some of you are not in a relationship at all and don't want to be slash want to be. We're all over the place, right? But I will say that according to my analytics, 70% of the people listening to this podcast, the entire audience, 70% of you are women and probably women between 18 to 27 years old. Now, here's the thing. Call me whatever you want, but in my experience, in my experience, There are not that many women who are single between 18 and 27 who don't want to be single. You get what I'm saying? It's very difficult to find a woman who wants to be in a relationship who is not in a relationship from the ages of 18 to 27. Because that's how it works. I mean, 80%, okay, we're going to get a little bit controversial here, but... We're talking about love, we're talking about relationships and attraction and sexuality and crap. So it's going to get, you know, to that side. So if you don't want to listen to all this crap and you don't care, just wait for tomorrow's episode. But it's just, it, it makes complete sense, as I was saying, why most women in this age range, the prime of youth, are not single if they don't want to be. Because even the ones who do want to be single, there are attempts to make them unsingle all the time, right? I I mean, I have a sister. I have several, you know, people I uh, have dated before who are, of course, women. And, you know, you they, they always talk about, oh, you know, receiving attention that is not necessarily wanted in a public context. I never have that happen to me because I'm a guy. And I don't know many other guys um, who would oppose that. We Guys don't get attention. No matter how tall, rich, strong, weird, whatever you look, you're not going, we're not going to get the same level of attention as a woman. And so there's always, like 80% of women are considered attractive to almost every guy. That's how it works. Versus on the flip side, I think they, they they collected some data from Tinder swiping patterns or some shit. According to women on Tinder, and this is just women on Tinder, so, I mean, that might be a certain subset of the population. Was it only 5% or 15% or something ridiculously small? Some 15%, let's say 15%, some small percentage, 15% of guys, only 15% are considered attractive. So, just look at the 
unbalance of, you know, interest, I suppose. Men find 80% of women attractive. Women find 15% of men attractive. So it's just far more likely that you're going to get picked up and someone's going to, you know, hug you and love you as a woman versus a guy. So I forget why the fuck we bring this up. But, oh yeah, we were talking about, you know, regardless of where you are in a relationship. I think one of the things that I always like to ask people is where, when they're in a relationship, like what keeps them attracted to the person? What keeps them willing to invest the time, energy, and whatever to settle the arguments, to, you know, share space, to... Because it's not... I mean, you're never going to find somebody who's, like, completely... Um, you're not, you're not going to find somebody who's like a plant, you know, like a potted plant. Whenever you want, you just move the plant to, you know, out of the way. Or if you want to look at the plant for a few days, you just put them next to the window so you can wake up and look at them right, ne- right, right, right when you wake up. Like, it's a, a, a partner is not a plant, right? They, they have their own desires. They have their own life. And so it takes some work to integrate a different person, no matter how similar you are into your life. So I always like to ask people how, like, what makes them keep putting in the effort to integrate their partner into their lives? So what keeps them together, basically? And I always get all kinds of interesting answers, but the two predominant ones I thought I would share with you, right? It, it The answer always falls within one of these two categories. Category number one is chillness. I don't know how you would describe, label it properly, but chillness, I'll explain what I mean in a second. Category number two is curiosity, which makes more rational sense to me. But, okay, so going in order. Category number one, the reasons that people stay together, I found is chillness. So, what that means is, they're just chill with most things. They let it slide. They're not that stern. They're not that strict. They don't have a pineapple stuck up their ass about most things in life. That is not me, right? I I am very, like, it has to be my way. If it's not my way, it's no way. So... I'm not that kind of person, so I really don't understand what it means to have another person sharing your life where they just do whatever they want, and for the most part, you're just okay with anything that they do. But it's, it's this, you know, answers in this category go something like, oh, you know, they're quirky, or they just feel so familiar to me, or I feel very comfortable talking to them because I've been talking to them forever, all those things, right? you get the sense that there's not really much that their partner can do that will outrageously upset them because they're just okay with most things. Now, the catch to this is I think people like that who have that reason for being in a relationship, they can get ticked off a lot more easily because their reason for... The reason keeping them together with their partner is a little bit more... I wouldn't want to say a little bit more irrational, but it's a little bit less intentional. We put it that way, right? They're okay with kind of anything. They're not explicitly looking for one thing. So there's no guiding um, 
there's like when they're lost and when things get hard, there's no lane that they default to. There's no mode that they default to because they're just okay with any mode. They're not intentional about setting, okay, this is the mode I want. And so the I've noticed that people like that, they're a little bit more volatile, right? Which is not to say that people in the other category are not volatile. It certainly can be, but I'm just saying trends here, all right? Category number two is curiosity. That's what, I mean, all the answers of why people stay together is in one of those two categories. Curiosity, meaning there's, like, they, they make the relationship a pursuit of educating themselves about the other person, about exploring the other person, in terms of personality, in terms of body, in terms of just emotions, whatever, right? Personally, that's where I fall. I, I, all the relationships that last for me are based on curiosity. If there's no curiosity, if I don't want to, you know, metaphorically speaking, explore the other person, and their soul and their life and their dreams and their story, it's not going to work because I will simply not be bothered to put in the effort to have any sort of meaningful connection with the person. And what what does that mean? Okay, so a lot of people don't uh, don't get that because I guess they're less. Uh, it's, it's just not as important for them. O- obviously, they want it. They want to be curious about their partner. But I guess if they're even if they're not, it's not that important to them. But for some people, it's very, very important like me. So what does that mean? Okay, I'll explain it to you guys. When you're curious about somebody, you see what you could be in them. Not to get too deep. But they're just similar enough that you look at them and you're like, oh, in a different universe, this could be me. If I was born a woman, this could be me. It's not self, it's not narcissism. It's not like just admiring your own reflection. Not at all. It's more like, oh, this is interesting. Like, I didn't know that this part of me could function in this way that I, that is different from where, how I know it functions now in myself. It's, it's it's more like seeing just enough so that you you go oh this is interesting but then not enough that you don't know the answer to everything that they are already so it's like seeing a partial reflection that makes you keep looking to see what else is there so for example i'll, I'll give you like a personal anecdote i dated someone once who had this extremely intentional yet laid-back approach to life. So let's say we would, you know, we'd be hanging out on Sunday. We, I always have to carve out time and be intentional about it. It's not just like a random text. Hey, let's, you know, hang out, you know, two hours with two hours notice. Because, I mean, my schedule, my work, it's so... So I have to set out like specific times. So we set out Sunday. Okay, long story short. And the day before, we're, we had dinner. So Saturday night. And she's like, what do you want to do on Sunday? I'm like, when I, I was so tired from the week, I didn't really think about it. But I'll pull something out of my ass, right? I'll wake up on Sunday, just 
walk around the room for like two two minutes and I'll pull something out of my ass. I always do, right? So I wasn't too worried about that. I was like, oh. so I told her that. I'm like, don't worry, I got something planned. I didn't at the time, but you know, I had a plan to create a plan. So I, in a way you could say I had something planned. And so we decide to go, well, I decide in the morning to go visit this new mall in the city that you know, I've never really heard much about. I haven't even seen pictures of, and it's kind of far away. So, you know, we were stuck in traffic going to the thing. We get there, and there's nothing there. And <laughs> it's kind of boring. It's kind of like a ghost town. All there was was, like, one bookstore. And so we were just in the bookstore fucking reading Martha Stewart's cookbooks for the entire Sunday. And, you know, it was it was fine for me, because, like, rest is rest, right? I don't really care what we're doing I don't really care about being bored because I'm not out to have fun I'm just out to not work right but I know that most people don't work that way right a lot of people like to actively have enjoyment to feel some kind of emotion in their downtime I just need to turn off everything and then I call that downtime that's satisfactory to me so at the end of the day, we were stuck in traffic on the way back too, actually, because we left at the wrong time. And we were sitting in the car, and I was kind of concerned, right, about my girl. I thought, okay, I've kind of fucked up here. This is why you should plan things later next time, Mika. So I said to her, you know, how how was today? Like, you know, I to be honest, I just pulled this out of my ass. So I wonder what you thought of it. She's like, no, it's really, really fun. I mean, I... I think that, you know, if, like the, she said, basically the combination of me just pulling things out of my ass and her willingness to just deal with whatever I pull out of my ass is what makes the relationship work. And I was like, phew, okay, good save, of course. <laughs> I'm not in trouble today. But that's the that that's something, that's a trait in her that I always admired and to this day don't really understand because how I don't know how you can be because it's not really laid back you know what I'm saying it's not completely laid back it's laid back as in willing to accept anything but then explicitly intending to enjoy like kind of forcing fulfillment and enjoyment after you already accept everything so it's kind of like a mix of both approaches maybe I'm just not understanding it properly but to me it's not completely laid back i know it might sound like that to some of you but i really don't think it is it's a mix of both right it's being intentional about finding fulfillment but being very tolerant at the same time and i always i mean she was a very peaceful very serene person and um that's kind of like I see parts of myself in her in a way that is very interesting to me. So that's what a relationship that is held together by curiosity looks like. So anyway, this is just a short shit talk on love, which is a topic a lot of people ask me to talk about because I hardly talk about this side of life. I just talk about like intellectual shit and whatever. But I'm human just like everybody else, I hope. So, you know, time to set one in for the record. Anyway, this was Mika with the Pink Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Talk to you next time.